Should the Wild make a play for Tomas Hurdle at the trade deadline? Should the Wild even make a move at the deadline? Plus, how does the rest of the Central Division look? All that and more as we answer your mailbag questions today on Locked on Wilds. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we answer your submitted mailbag questions, which include what should the Wilds potentially give up to acquire a player such as Tomas Hurdle before the trade deadline? Should the Wild look at making a trade deadline with the current uh, current chemistry that they have on the roster? Plus, how does the rest of the Central Division look and which team currently in the playoff picture will not be once the season is done? My name is Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with over a decade's worth of experience covering our favorite Minnesota sports teams and now covering the best team in the Western Conference, that of course being the Minnesota Wild. Happy to have you along for a bonus Saturday episode of Locked on Wild. Not sure how much snow you uh, received wherever you are listening from, but uh, got enough this weekend down where I'm at uh, to be snowed in. So I decided to do a little bit of a bonus mailbag episode before tonight's game against the Los Angeles Kings with a couple games to finish off the road trip coming up here this weekend. So thank you to everybody that submitted questions. We had a wide range of questions and some of which are going to uh, be put into entire episodes. Uh, So uh, some great feedback from uh, listeners. Thank you for Uh, submitting those questions, and uh, we'll answer them the best that we can. But like I said, there are a couple that we're going to hang on to and uh, use those for uh, completely um, show-oriented topics as well. So we are going to start by taking a look at uh, a big one from uh, our guest on Friday's show, that of course being J.D. Young of Locked on Sharks, asking what we would be willing to give up, what the Wild would be willing to give up, for Tomas Hurdle. Now, it's interesting because I think the uh, big area of concern coming into the season was whether or not the Wild had enough depth at the center position to be successful this year. They had players playing out of position, and uh, it was a situation where they were going to need some guys to step up and have great seasons in order for that to not be felt on the roster. Well, Ryan Hartman has uh, had, obviously, a tremendous season, and uh, he has really helped quiet some of that uh, need for center discussion because also a guy down in Iowa having a great season as well, that being Marco Rossi. So the center spot, not as big of an eyesore as it was heading into the season because uh, the Wild have gotten some great contributions from uh, the players currently playing center uh, on this roster, although... You look at uh, a guy like Tomas Hurdle, he's got uh, 13 goals and 19 overall points in 27 games this season. 
Uh, some of the things that make uh, Hurdle appealing is uh, he is a 28-year-old, so still has, you know, uh, not hit the prime per se of uh, of his career. And you look at some of the things that he's done throughout the course of his career uh, is is right around a 20-25 goal per season player. Uh, if he is playing, you know, the full complement of games, uh, has come close a couple times, 2017-2018, uh, when he played 79 and 77 games respectively. Also back in 2014-2015 and 2016-2017, played 82 and 81 games as well, but has had some seasons cut short due to injury. Um, and so uh, looks to be back to healthy this season, which is great. Now, obviously he would require a a pretty large haul in return. And so I think the starting point for the trade would uh, would likely center around a pick and a prospect. So looking at probably giving up a first-round pick um, in this year's draft, which isn't going to be – at this point, it's not going to be a uh, a very high pick. It'll probably be somewhere between 20 and 30. Hopefully, it'll be 32, but – We'll have to wait and see if that ends up being the case. So you'd have to do something to sweeten it beyond that, and that would come down to that trio of prospects, Adam Beckman, Kalen Addison, Marco Rossi, and uh, Matt Boldy. That's four players. It would come down to one of those guys. And so which of those four would I be most um, willing to part with? I don't think I'm willing to part with Rossi. I'd like to uh, to hang on to Matt Boldy if possible. And so, you know, maybe it ends up that you have to give up, say, Adam Beckman and another mid-level prospect uh, to try to make it work. But um, ideally, I think what the Sharks would want is Rossi and a pick uh, coming back in return for Hurdle. And I just, I don't know if I'm comfortable doing that. So, yes, it would be nice to get a player like that to, uh, to help shore things up uh, down the middle. But as we're going to talk about um, on Monday's show, uh, I, I'm really torn between whether or not the Wild should make an, uh, an impact-type move to, uh, to bolster um, this roster and to give themselves a legitimate chance on top of the legitimate chance that they already have to, uh, to compete for the Stanley Cup in this year's playoffs. I, I don't know how much I believe in the whole, like, you could upset the team chemistry thing. But at the same time, this team has some pretty immaculate and incredible chemistry that is uh, allowing it to win on almost a nightly basis. So I, I don't know. We're going we're gonna to ask Alex McLeady about this on, uh, on Monday's show. And uh, I'll kind of formulate my thoughts a little more as to uh, whether or not the Wild should make a move at the deadline. Um, so that kind of is a tie-in to Martin's question um, as to whether or not the Wild should make any changes. So, uh, Martin, we'll, we'll answer that fully uh, because you do bring up a good point in the Martin Hansel trade uh, that derailed the Wild that season. Um, we'll answer that more on Monday um, to, uh, to try to expand upon it a little more. So we, uh, we look at what we would be willing to part with for, uh, for Tomas Hurdle, um, and uh, whether or not the Wild even should make a trade uh, at this point uh, to try to help further their roster. Uh, next, we will take a look at some other questions centering around prospects and uh, also looking at uh, whether or not we would retain 
a number of players on this Minnesota Wild roster. More to come on today's mailbag edition of Lockdown Wild after this. The holiday season is here, and we are looking for gifts. We're looking for stocking stuffers, things to show friends and family that we care. Now, obviously, a lot of those gifts are in the technology field or in the uh, the clothing or apparel field. But a really, really good gift that you can give those you love is Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. They are filled with so much holiday goodness, rich decadent flavor, and covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and yet still high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, both delicious and healthy. There are so many flavors, you're going to have a hard time choosing your favorite. Will you go with raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie? If you're friends with Santa, you can have him throw a few Bilt Bars in stockings uh, with so many flavors. They would make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. So head to Bilt.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. You may have heard a lot about Stance Apparel recently, especially because they just launched a new line of active apparel. It's the holiday gift season, and I know you've got somebody in your family who is wearing that same pair of socks with the hole in the toe that they've been wearing for years. Give them the gift of ultimate comfort. Stance Apparel has great lines of socks, shirts, joggers, and hoodies. Plus, not only are they comfortable, but they have cool brands as well. Who wouldn't want to show off sweet Batman socks or Star Wars, The Office, Harry Potter, Disney, Marvel, you name it, they've got it. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. That those who feel good, do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and you'll get 15% off of your purchase. Again, use the promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wilds, and again, thank you for making Locked on Wilds your first listen every day. Thank you to all the listeners out there for continuing to help us shatter records here at uh, Locked on Wild, on track for the biggest month ever once again here in December. Let's get back to some mailbag questions. Uh, we'll go to Alec at Wildstrong23 on Twitter. Would you bring back everyone next year with the cap only going up by a million dollars? This is an interesting question because the Wilds may not be able to for one, but they also may not need to. Let's uh, let's keep in mind that the Wild have four names currently down in Iowa that uh, I would expect will be playing major roles on this team next year. So you go with Kalen Addison on defense. You've also got Adam Beckman, Marco Rossi, and Matt Boldy. So while the Wilds would love to retain what they've got, especially guys like Jordan Greenway, uh, Kevin Fiala, Nico Sturm, uh, names along those lines, Nick Bugstead as well, they're going to have some guys that can come up and command not only some uh, legitimate playing time, but also minimum salaries. So looking at what the Wilds have... Um, in terms of contracts that will be up at the uh, end of the season. 
courtesy of our friends over at uh, Cap Friendly. Let's just take a look at uh, what is coming off of the books for the Wild after this season. So, the Wilds, at, uh, at this point, they will have Kevin Fiala, a restricted free agent, after this season. So, the Wilds can negotiate or try to negotiate a new deal with him. Made uh, $5.1 million this year. I would imagine... Now that the trade talk with Fiala has kind of cooled down a little bit, I would imagine that they attempt to uh, to negotiate a long-term deal with him. Um, again, trying to get it kind of at the Wilds number because even though he hasn't necessarily been scoring at the same clip that he has in previous seasons, he's still playing well. And uh, he's going to eventually... Th- those goals are going to come eventually. It's just a matter of kind of playing through it and uh, just continuing to do things on the ice that lead to uh, making an impact in the game. So Kevin Fiala is a big one after the season, but he is also arbitration eligible if the Wild feel the need to go that route. I don't think they're going to. Uh, I'd like to see them try to get a long-term deal done for him. So Fiala, restricted free agent after this season. Um, obviously, he will be a priority for the Wild to try to get back. Victor Rask, unrestricted free agent, making $4 million. So he will be off the books after this season. I'd be shocked if the Wild bring him back. He's played better as of late, but um, I just I think that's just an easy spot to upgrade to Marco Rossi. So Rask out the door, bring Rossi in to fill his spot. Boom, done, easy. Uh, we also have... Jordan Greenway, who will be a restricted free agent after this season, making $2.1 million. This is an interesting one because when Greenway is playing well, he plays very well, very physical, and he's a huge part of why that uh, Erickson Eck, Greenway, and Felino line is as aggressive as they are and asked to stop top lines of opponents. He doesn't add a whole lot in terms of, uh, of scoring upside, which is why I think an upgrade there would be either Boldy or Beckman on that roster spot. But I don't know. Maybe if he is uh, is open to coming back at the Wilds number in terms of a salary, maybe there is, uh, is a way to bring him back um, despite being really cap-strapped next season. So uh, Greenway, I, I would say if it were my decision, I would not bring Greenway back and then I would just elevate – Matt Boldy in that case, uh, to fill that spot. Rem Pitlick, I think, is an intriguing enough player, and he's making under a mil uh, $917,831 this year, to be exact. Um, I And he's arbitration eligible, so I think the Wild will try to negotiate a little bit of a short-term deal for him. He's played well when he's played, um, and so uh, an intriguing enough player, I think, that he could fill a bottom six role for this team. So uh, I definitely think... They would look to bring him back. Nick Bugstad, another spot where I think if you look at Bugstad and you look at Adam Beckman, I think it's enough of an upgrade with Beckman that I think they're just going to let Bugstad go um, after the season's done and fill that spot with um, with Beckman. Uh, also, then you have the likes of Nico Sturm. Nico Sturm's going to be the big one. He's making seven hundred twenty-five thousand as uh, the center of the fourth line for this wild team. Um, So a huge pivotal player for them, but is somebody else out there going to offer him enough and a little bit bigger role that the wilds 
can't afford to uh, to match it. So Sturm's going to be the big one. I'd like to see Sturm come back. He's one of my favorite players on this team, and I think his role is important enough that the Wilds um, should definitely look to uh, to keep him in there. But uh, he could be a casualty of the uh, the Parisian suitor buyouts, just with not wanting to or not being able to um, to afford that this next season. And then the other one, the big one on defense is Alex Goligoski. And I've I've heard rumblings that he will be amenable to signing a more team friendly deal for uh, a couple of seasons after this year, since the Wilds gave him a a ton for a one year deal this year. And I would absolutely be amenable to him coming back. Um, and uh, and he's played great all season. So I think he's going to be one that the Wild look to bring back as well. Uh, some of the other guys at the bottom of the list, Jordy Ben, John Merrill, and Kevin Schuzman. Um, just more depth guys, and I think Kalen Addison will take a spot. Probably Ben's spot, and then uh, slot in um, to one of those uh, defensive pairings. And, uh, and play a role. So that's uh, that's pretty much the entire roster. Another big one will be Capo Kakinen. He is a restricted free agent after this year. I would imagine that the Wild will try to negotiate a long-term deal with him as well uh, to be the backup. So that's uh, that's a look at the roster. Thank you, Alec, for the question. And uh, I'll answer Victor's Burner at Burner Victor's on Twitter. I'll answer his question here uh, just quickly before we move on to the uh, the final two. Who is your favorite wild prospect at every position? Well, this one, uh, this one's pretty easy because pretty much all of them are down at Iowa. Um, if I was to create a line, forward, center, forward, two defensemen, and a goalie, it would go. Um, I'll go Beckman at left wing, Rossi at center, Boldy at right wing. It are my uh, my three favorites. Um, to uh, to have kind of that starting line. Then on defense, I'm going to go Addison and Lambos. You could also put Jack Pert in there. Um, I think Lambos and Pert are pretty interchangeable, but I'm going to go Addison and Lambos. And then because I think he's going to be the legit ace goalie that this team has not really had since um, since the likes of and I don't know if he would even be part of that uh, that category. Um, Backstrom and uh, and Fernandez. I'm going to go with uh, Jesper Wallstead as uh, favorite goalie prospect because I think he'll be the the future ace of this team. Really needed, <laughs> so I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be very good. So Beckman, Rossi, Boldy, Addison, Lambos, and Wallstead. That's my starting five of uh, wild prospects. Uh, and thank you for the question, Victor's Burner. We've got a couple of questions to get to to finish things off here today, but uh, we'll continue our mailbag edition of Locked on Wild after this. BetOnline.ag has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as the NFL continues the march to the playoffs. BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot for all the sports action you love this season. So head over to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive that welcome bonus. From 
college football gearing up for bowl season, the NFL making its push to the playoffs, the NHL plus the NBA, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Happy Saturday to you, a bonus mailbag edition to uh, get you through the next couple of days. We finished with a couple of questions related to the division. Ian, one of our uh, YouTube subscribers, asking about the current state of the division. Uh, Ian, the back half of your question in which uh, we predict every wild player's end-of-the-season point total. I'm actually going to do that in a separate episode by itself. So look for that. Um, I'll probably do that during the um, Olympic break. We'll uh, we'll see how things shake out. If we have uh, a, a week coming up here, maybe around the holidays, um, that uh, that might find its way into the conversation too. But I want to save that one for a full episode um, and uh, get to addressing the state of the central as uh, as we move through the midpoint of December. So obviously you got the wild on top, 39 points, 19, six and one uh, in second place right now. And uh, they have been playing pretty well. Um, obviously the wild lost them had to head the Nashville Predators uh, at 16, 10 and one with 33 points. Um, the Predators are a very interesting team because uh, take this into consideration. The Predators have played one more game than the Wild have. They have scored 21 fewer goals and given up one more goal than the Wild have. So I think the Predators are kind of trying to rely on what they did last year where they just they caught lightning in a bottle. They really try to you know frustrate you and uh, just... Looking at some of their scores over the course of their uh, seven and three stretch, um, they're winning games. They're winning a lot of one goal games uh, since the month of November. I mean, let's go back to November twenty second and kind of count back. They beat Anaheim three to two, lost to Vegas five to two, beat New Jersey four to two, lost to Colorado six to two. They had a six zero shutout win over Columbus, then lost to Boston two nothing, but. One against Montreal, four to three in overtime. Beat Detroit five to two. Then beat the Islanders four to three, and New Jersey three to two. So they're beating the teams that they're supposed to beat uh, in the uh, in the standings, but they're not really they're not really blowing anybody out per se, other than the teams way below them. So they're going to be a feisty team. I, I still think that they end up being around fourth or fifth in, in the division. Um, based off of how things stand right now. Colorado Avalanche are next. They're currently in third place, 15-7-2. They're 7-2-1 in their last 10. Um, this Avalanche team is going to, they'll be in the playoffs. Let's let's just be honest there. But uh, they're not, you know, they're not the dominant juggernaut that they, uh, that they were last season. I mean, they've scored seven goals in three consecutive games. But, uh, you know, they've got some bad losses, too. Got beat by the Avalanche, uh, the Maple Leafs 8-3. to They have uh, a 7-5 to win against the Senators. Um, so they're scoring a lot of goals, but they're, um, 
their goals against average is you know twenty sixth in the league right now at um, three point four two. Their penalty kill is atrocious, um, somehow worse than the Wilds. So it's not the dominant Avalanche team that we've seen in years past, but it's still a very good team, which is why I think that they're going to be in the conversation for the playoffs uh, once things are all said and done. Uh, St. Louis Blues are next, 14-8-4, and 32 points in 26 games. Um, the Blues, you know, they got off to a really, really hot start, and they've cooled off a little bit. But uh, at the end of the day, I still think that uh, they will be a team that does make the playoffs. So as of right now, I think I think you're three in the uh, Western or in the Central Division. I think the uh, the teams that will make the playoffs from there, I think Minnesota is in, Colorado will be in, and St. Louis will be in as well. Uh, and, you know, depending on how things play out in the Pacific, Calgary seems like a lock for the playoffs right now. Edmonton probably does as well. Anaheim playing great um, at 15-8-5 so far. Kind of a surprise there. Um, and so, you know, I think... I think Vegas will ultimately get there. The Jack Eichel effect will help them out, certainly. But uh, in terms of the major players in the Central, the Wilds, uh, Nashville I do think is going to probably cool off a little bit. Um, it's just it's so hard to tell with some of these teams, you know, the goal differential. Like, they've scored 80, they've given up 75, and I don't like to harp on it much, but it does bear keeping an eye on because you're great teams – right now are in that, uh, you know, plus 25 and above category. And, uh, you know, they're, they're just, they're, they're not blowing people out to where you say, yeah, that's a great team. They're just, they're getting it done right now, which is solid, but ultimately I think they'll be fighting for one of those last playoff spots, but I don't know that they will. I, I think it'll be more of a wild card as opposed to an actual division playoff appearance. Um, like those other three. And then you've got kind of the the pretenders in the mix, the Winnipeg Jets, the Dallas Stars, the Chicago Blackhawks, and the Arizona Coyotes. I, I don't think that any of those teams are playoff teams, and I don't think you would be crazy based off of how the Wild have done against them to say that. I mean, the Jets are very beatable. The Wild have done it twice. The Dallas Stars were arguably the hottest team in the NHL for, um, you know, they won seven in a row, and now they've lost a couple in a row. Um, Benefiting from some hot goaltending, I think, above all else. Uh, Braden Holtby has been playing sensational for them. But ultimately, I think the teams that are going to be in uh, as of now, Minnesota, Colorado, St. Louis, will get in from the division. I think in the Pacific... I have a hard time not saying Calgary, Edmonton, and Vegas. So it's going to be wild card spots for the rest. But I, I think those teams are basically locks to, to get in division-wise. And so that leads us to our final question from Skull Nation. Which team that's currently in the playoffs is most likely to fall out? And uh, what are your end predictions, end-of-season predictions for the Central? Uh, well, like I said, I think the Wild will end up – and. This is just amazing because before the season started, thought that it was going to be a, a rebuild year for them. I think the Wild are going to take the Central. I think they have just shown enough this year that they are a legitimate problem for teams that they play. 
and now they're starting to kind of show that dominant side where they're winning games five to two, four to one. They're beating the the best teams in both the uh, the East and the West, and so I have no reason to think that they won't continue to do that. Because if they get to where any players currently on the roster are starting to struggle, they've got incredible talents down in Iowa that can come up and uh, fill those spots. So ultimately, I think the Wild win. And as we talked about, I think Colorado and St. Louis make the playoffs in the Central as well. And then uh, Calgary, Edmonton, and Vegas in the Pacific. Now, wild card spots, I suppose you could go Nashville and uh, in Anaheim as the uh, the wild cards. And so as of now... I uh, I think if I look at um, both conferences, team most likely to be out that is currently in the playoff picture, um, I'm going to have to say that um, I'm going to have to say as of now in the central or in the Western Conference, your division win- your division playoff appearances will be the Wilds, the Predators, and the Avalanche from the Central, the Flames, the Ducks, and the Oilers from the Pacific, and your wild cards are the Blues and the Jets. Winnipeg is definitely not making the playoffs. So that'd be the team in the West. And then in the East, you've got Florida, Tampa Bay, Toronto, and then the Rangers, the Capitals, and the Hurricanes. Pittsburgh and Detroit are your wild card teams as of now. I'd say probably Detroit is uh, the team that doesn't end up getting there. From the uh, from the Eastern Conference, so that's uh, that's a bit of a look at uh, how things are looking so far in the playoffs, and that is going to wrap up today's episode of Locked On Wild. So thank you everybody for submitting your questions. We'll try to do these more frequently as the season moves along, but uh, just felt like doing one with um, being snowed in and really not having a lot to do. Um, here on this Saturday. Now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure your second listen is Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Locked on Bets is free and available on all platforms. Just like Locked on Wild, we're available wherever you listen to podcasts, also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, so make sure to check us out there as well. We have new content coming out on a daily basis to try to keep you as up-to-date as possible on your favorite team here in Minnesota. If a puck drops in the state of hockey, Locked on Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Podcast Network.